Welcome to another episode of Miyazaki and Me. I'm Kyle. And I'm Shane. So in this episode, we are going over My Neighbors, the Yamadas from 1999. Uh, yes, this is Studio Ghibli's first foray into fully digitally animated uh, uh, movie. Uh, the reason for that is uh, this is a uh, directed by uh, Isao Takahata. Uh, he wanted uh, everything to look like watercolor picture- pictures. Um, and they had to use digital technology to uh, to do that. Uh, and then this this movie is based off of a. Um, it was actually originally a uh, a strip in the uh, the funnies the the newspaper strip. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's more yeah. So what we'd know in America as like a comic book as a comic strip. Um, yeah, like your your Sunday more your Sunday newspaper you know comic strip so that's really interesting um so first off we're going to go through the animation timeline a few big hitters but you know nothing nothing too crazy a uh we got the third of the american tale movies uh the mystery of the night monster ah uh, I just learned that there is a third one of those movies. <laughs> so did I when I did my research on this. And I was like, I did not know there was a third one of these. And I worked in a video store in the early 2000s when this so would have come I. out. Um, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut in our last episode. Um, our last proper episode uh, about uh, uh, Princess Mononoke. We talked about the start of the South Park series. And we got, you know, South Park bigger, longer, and uncut here. What would Brian Botano do if he were here today? Sorry, I, it's the uh, most tame song I could sing from that movie. <laughs> That's true. It is the most tame song you could sing from that movie. Uh, another er, release was Tarzan. Uh, Pokemon, the first movie. Uh, love Pokemon, the first movie. Uh, Toy Story 2 came out this year, so we got another digital movie just like this one, but uh, Toy Story 2 is better. Uh, what few people know is that Toy Story 2 is actually a sequel to Toy Story. Yes, it is. It is, in fact. Uh, and since we are talking about Iso Takahata, we, of course, have to bring up another sad movie. Um, and 1999 was the year that The Iron Giant came out. Oh, The Iron Cryant. Uh, and then on the TV side, uh, we got Batman Beyond, the first season of Digimon, uh, the first se- the first season before it got canceled of Family Guy, uh, Hunter x Hunter, an, a new series of that, uh, and speaking of long-running animes, One Piece started. Uh, I would like to say that Hunter x Hunter, the one that came out in 1999, is not the one that most people have watched, by the way. Uh, that oh, yeah. One, it, that they they did it up to a certain point uh, in the 99 series, and then they restarted doing it again, I think, in 2011. And the 2011 one's really, really good. And the 99 one is, eh, it's fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, those are, that's kind of frame of reference to, you know, what's going on on in the world at this point in time. And then we get this movie and as you said, it's, it's the first fully digital film from 
Studio Ghibli, and you you're kind of a little surprised by that given the animation style. Yeah, it's it's very much gives you a a the, the, they got what they were going for in the newspaper strip kind of feel. Yep. Uh, and that that works for it at parts and uh, pulls away from it at parts, I, I think. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like, what, what I actually... The closest reference I can actually see with, with this movie, with the animation style, is it actually looks like... Because the backgrounds and everything are so simplistic uh, at, at points... It actually gives a more student animation feel um, because if you if you've seen any documentaries on like Pixar and some of the other animation studios and they throw back to like John Lasseter's student film, it's in a similar style to this. Like it's very pencil and paper, you know, style animation more seemingly simplistic but it takes a really talented director to show off everything that even the super simplistic type of animation can show oh you yeah i mean it, it is a simplistic look but you can tell a lot goes into it there's there's little things like uh early on when they're doing the bobsled thing uh uh down the down the the I don't know the luge. I don't know where you, how where you bobsled. Down. Yeah, it's a bobsled <laughs> course. Yeah, uh, the like the little uh, pieces of like the their fabrics flowing in the wind. Um, there's a scene later on where he's throwing a baseball up against the wall, and the and the animation is just really well done. He's got a full swing. Like there's no corners cut, uh, even though the animation looks simplistic. Like every motion and every every movement in here is is thought out and and well done. Um. With that said, it's a hard art style to watch almost two hours of. Yes, I I would definitely agree with that because and especially given the fact that it is so comic strip based, like it feels like it is just a series of shorter vignettes that can be any any length, length you know, some of them were longer than others. It, it's it's interesting that some some stuff that you can do in animation that you can get away with in animation, you know, such as like, you know, there's a little bit of innuendo, obviously, with the uh, with the bobsled and the wedding and the, you know, full on later later on you see it's like, oh, you know, there's danger lurking below and it's literally the family sitting on a raft with sharks below it. It's like that's the type of stuff that you can get away with in animation, especially in slightly little vignetted animation and like this. But yeah, it's it's hard to get invested into the full, yeah, an hour and 45 minutes this movie was. If someone had told me that these were all vignettes that were shown uh, Pixar style before uh, the Studio Ghibli films and theaters over years and years of them coming out. I would have believed it, and I probably would have loved watching each one of these as they came out, because um, they are. It's really well done, and the, the the family is very realistic. They don't seem to be as much of a caricature. Um, they like it, it's a family that you could see yourself. 
could be your neighbors if you lived in Japan. Like yeah. it, it's it's a they, they don't they don't uh, play up you know certain hierarchy things that you see in certain uh, Japanese animated things. Uh, they they show that kids can can talk back to their parents without being slapped. That is something that you haven't seen in any Studio Ghibli movie. Um, like it, it's it. it they're very they're they're very fun they're 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 down to earth and funny and and just well done but putting putting them all together in one film like this is is a little it's hard to keep your eyes on it because the the with the backgrounds not being so there's a lot of whitewash the backgrounds aren't colorful yeah there's there aren't things that are gonna pop at you like it kind of just blends at times and for short periods of times for the the size of each vignette that is totally fine and 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 great but for uh i i think in all the run times i think it's an hour and 50 minutes or hour 45 something like that um for that whole period there it it, it's really hard not to to kind of fade away from it and then go back into it yeah even even though we did have some some of the longer ones that were actually in the start um, like the, uh, our, our main in character, the little girl is, uh, named Nonaku, uh, which is actually what the, the comic strip is titled. Um, and I love the fact she basically gets home alone, um, and left at this mall at one point. And that little, those, that, that vignette in particular was really fun. Um, because you got to see, you know, the nervousness that everyone else had, the dynamic within the family, you know, the the grandmother uh, being my favorite character in this entire thing, um, because I like old witty uh, women who have no filter whatsoever, and then how how nervous everyone gets, and the fact that you know Nonoku had everything kind of handled like she even helps find like this other little boy like his family and doesn't even worry you know they they actually he pointed out like in in the kid's mind it wasn't that you know she was lost it was that the rest of her family was lost Yep, yep. She, she. I, th- I believe she said there's a lot of adults lost today. Yeah. Um, no, there, there's a lot of like. Honestly, I don't dislike any of the vignettes and and all of them, taking as they are as as little bits. I I fully enjoyed them. I think it's. I think there's a lot of sweetness in it. Uh, there's one that I that I uh, fully laughed at when the the dad is trying to get them all to come outside because it's snowing, and he wants to take a photo, but they're all busy watching a, a movie on the TV. So he finds the camera, positions it on top of the television, uh, and then goes and walks outside and stands outside in the snow while they're sitting at the table watching the TV photo yeah. like that. And I got a real good laugh out of that. Yeah, no, I got I got a real laugh. Yeah, that that one was was later on in the movie, and it was it was a ton of fun. Um, and I actually I also really love speaking of the television because the television kind of along with the dog ends up kind of being another character in, in this light, in the life. Um, the fact that the, the mother and father end up fighting over the remote because it's time for her show, but the baseball game had stretched on too, 
longer. Um, so they end up fighting over this remote and it's just this, you know, kind of cat and mouse, like, like he's trying to block the signal from the remote. Oh, so she can't turn the channel. Um, and yeah, it, it becomes was, a dance and yeah, it becomes a dance. And of course, being the wrestling fan that I, I did, it's like, Oh, they're referencing the Tokyo dome. So it has to be a five star. Okay. <laughs> I had to. I had to make that joke. And also I, I like the little the little stuff like with the food um as he's talking with uh Noboru, uh who's the who's the son, um, and telling him not to dump the rice in your soup. You pour the soup over your rice. Which by the way, he's right, because there's less splash. Like, That's th- okay. That is logical and makes makes a lot of sense. What you the re the rationale behind and why you say to do it that way. He doesn't give the rationale. He just says, "Don't do it like that." Yeah, it's rude to do it that way because it splashes. <laughs> but they didn't get into the fact that it splashes. They're just like, "No, don't do it that way." Yeah. You don't need to get into it. It's 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 written into the flavor. Yeah. <laughs> in my in my head it is at least. Uh but I mean they it, it's a majority of comedy, uh like you know, 90 95% comedy um in here. Also Takahata, so there is one vignette where the uh the grandmother goes and visits her friend in the hospital and her friend seems perfectly healthy and and you know, joking with her about a bunch of different things and like gossiping about other people in the hospital. And then finally the grandma seems fed up because she's just like she's like, You're you don't seem sick. Why are you here? And the friend just starts to cry. Uh and then it says something about like and then the narrator says something about death and, and they move on to another scene. Um and like that was sandwiched about two thirds of the way through, I think. I think it was just before the uh, the bikers uh, scene, and it was just one of those things where I was just like, "What the hell, Takahata? What? Are you, why? Why throw that in there?" Yeah, and yeah, I, I want to say it's it's shortly after the super cutesy um, vignette of like this girl. Uh, <laughs> I th- I laughed out loud at this moment of. This girl lets Noboru borrow her umbrella uh, because she wanted to share an umbrella with another boy. And he just flatly turns, like, the other boy just flatly turns her down. And so the girl has to go back to Noboru and basically are they're fighting over this umbrella now. Yep. Yep. She, she tries to take it back. He's like, no, you lent it to me. Yeah. And then there's just other kids watching and being like, I didn't know they were dating. Yeah, and then and then you see Noboru going through, you know, the young adolescent dating of like, oh, I saw this girl in in the library, and I was looking for something stupid or maybe slightly inappropriate. I couldn't tell. Um, and so uh, I could tell he was trying to look at porn. <laughs> oh no, that's that's what I thought too. It was like because I could have sworn one of them just said nudes. It did. Okay. <laughs> No sugarcoating that one at all. And then instead, because this girl that he kind of likes came up, he just grabs a book and it ends up being about, like, the Bosnian and war. Um, 
And then he ends up just buying a book about F1 racing instead. Yeah, because it's child. like Power Rangers teaching him how to do math. Yeah. Is how we put it. Um, but, you know, overall, this... this I I didn't dislike this movie. It's long, though. it And it feels yes. long because of the vignette uh, format of it. Um, there was a couple times at the end of certain sets of vignettes where I was like, that was fun. We're probably near the end. I'm 25 minutes. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I, I did check the time a few times uh, and I had to pause and come back to it a couple times this morning, uh, this morning when I watched it as well, um, just so I could make sure that I was focusing on it more, but just, and it had nothing to do with the, with the movie itself and whether it was good or bad. It's just, it, there's so much whitewash in the movie. Like it's just so, that it's it's really hard for me just to focus on this the whole time. It's it's yeah. one of the reasons why that I I actually had a lot of trouble reading mangas because mangas only really came in black and white a majority um, only come in the black and white, and I really need color to keep my focus. I I would agree with that, and yeah, it it was it was interesting the fact that some of the longer vignettes were the ones that were the most memorable, like like I said that one where. You know, Nonaku is, uh, you know, basically home alone in the mall, um, and then uh, it it is really nice that the that the bike gang from Take on Me can still get work. Yeah, it's 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 very good that that they're they're letting him in. You know, eight years after the song came out. Yeah. Uh oh, it's more than eight years because that was mid eighties, I thought. No, oh, probably. Yeah. Um, but that, that vignette was, was a lot of fun. Uh, grandma, grandma Shigi, uh, being awesome and confronting the motorcycle gang, uh, and then just using reverse psychology on him. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily work. He's just like, you're weird. I have to go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the, the closing song felt shoehorned and and a little rough um i would say yeah a little bit and and then and then it's not even really the closing like you get like a little you know because i figured that song was just gonna lead into the credits and then it's like oh we've got another like 30 seconds of you know just them talking around and and doing a few other things and it's like oh all right you know uh i uh uh, what were you gonna say oh no you go uh i was gonna say another it was just some at this point like because of the of the vignetted nature like sometimes in my notes like i wouldn't even write down much specifics i would just like write down um you know like some quotes like when they're talking to their teacher and it's like, like, teacher, what's your goal in life? Changing jobs? Finally getting married? You know, just little stuff like that was was funny um, and and really showed the tone of the movie. Yeah. No, I, I mean, the, the whole I, I, the whole idea of this movie was is sweet and good. Like it's it's all just vignettes showing a, a family being a family, and and a majority is just kind of sweet. Like it's it's just them having tender moments, and 
you know, finding this, finding tenderness in moments that might not seem like they're going to be a, a sweet moment. Uh, like things that you might see other families fight about kind of thing where, where in this, you know, it's, it, they just make it funny. Like, you know, the dad coming in after work and complaining a lot, uh, and asking his, or, or no, 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 that, that one was funny too, but, uh, the dad, uh, having a day off from work and complaining a lot and asking the wife to do a bunch of stuff. Um, and she ends up just going, goes into play, plays, uh, Plinko. <laughs> Yeah, which which was what she wanted him to do with her. So it was yep. like, hey, you've got time off. We can finally just sit around and do this. And it's like, well, I don't want to do that right now. And then she's just like, well, I'm still going to do it. So bye. So it's just, it's just you know, they're sweet and funny and, and, and nice. And I mean, overall, I mean, not the, not the greatest movie, uh, just because, like I said, I work better as shorts uh you know each of these actually cut out into shorts to put in front of other films in a pixar style but overall i i don't discount it that much like i don't think this is you know maybe on the lower side of the spectrum for ghibli films in general but for animated films in general not not on the lower side of the spectrum no no like like i uh our initial like discussion because we this is literally the first time we've said anything substantial about the movie to each other like we've actually been avoiding each other or at least in this topic for the yes. last couple days of like because you you just asked and i was like well it was better than earwig like and that's that's all i can say like right now and that that's kind of like as we're talking in the in the the rankings of like the second half it's it's obviously it's in it's the one in the middle right now because you know it's better than earwig but it's not princess mononoke but i mean nothing else nothing is so yeah i mean um that yes for sure it's it's one of those that i feel like i'm you know once you get to comparing it to comparing uh, all of the Ghibli films with each other, all of the, you know, Miyazaki in, involved in there too, that some of these movies are going to seem like we're, we've got them ranked super low when they're actually better than that. But uh, it, it, it's, it's one of those aspects where it's going to be these, all of these movies are so good. There's really not many in the, like the really bad area. Like even if it's low on the list, doesn't mean that it's low as a movie. Yeah, well, and that's 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 the interesting thing, like, with this movie in particular is the fact that it did really well critically, but it didn't do very well, you know, in the box office. And that's that's kind of really interesting of the fact that it's, like, everyone that went to see this realized, like, it was really good, but... It's also not the type of movie that you're going to go out and, like, rush to see because, like, if you haven't seen it before. Like, you can kind of put it on the back burner and, you know, just get to it when you can. Um, and you'll enjoy it, but, you know, it's it's not pressing by any means. Well, and I'm not surprised that, that it was uh, critically acclaimed with, with a low box office figure. I mean, it is... 
the animation style isn't something that that really draws you into say a movie theater like there was there were there would be no reason to watch this movie on the big screen um it would it would feel kind of honestly it would feel kind of weird watching this on the big screen um in my because it is so simplistic that getting it up on on a screen like that would almost almost make me enjoy it a little bit less than watching it in a more intimate fashion um but uh i I, so i can fully see why you know critics would enjoy this while you know the the outgoing audience wouldn't get out for it yeah um and it's something that they it's situation um kind of on the same vein as as earwig where they tried something new and you know it doesn't necessarily work fully but it but you know it it doesn't it's not a to me it's not an eyesore kind of where earwig was at parts not to kind of rag on earwig again but yeah um but it's it's something that that i think that you can see that it's an animation style that works but maybe not in the format of a long form movie yeah, and and that's that's like in in the difference like no no slight obviously to to Goro Miyazaki, but you know this is Iso Takahata's second to last film, and we we know for a fact like he is he is a master at animation and animated storytelling. So like this is this is one of the masters just showing what he can do in a very simplistic way. But, you know, it takes a really, you know, daft hand to be able to work through, you know, and make something as enjoyable as this was through something so simplistic as well. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's you know, had this experience uh, at this point, and he's also, um, I think it's his love for for realism that that helps something like this uh, really yes. flow through because he wants to make these characters real, even even if they don't look real, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, I would agree with that for sure. Uh, uh, and but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- really, the like the 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 worst looking part of it is that really super lame superhero outfit that that the one character that uh the the midnight runner or the moonlight runner yeah the, i think it's the moonlight rider because he's on the, yeah. the bike but uh I, I don't know i thought it was i thought it was lame but i thought he was supposed to look lame because it was the dad's idea of a cool superhero yeah that, i thought that, i honestly thought that was part of it um yeah. was that there's, there's it was one of those things where i was like there's no there's no way those kids would look at that and be like cool but you know that's just the dad thinking that the kids would look at that and think it's cool. Yeah, like and that's and I would, that's where I would agree with that. And that's also you know that might be me finding layers where the layers aren't there, but it could also be a layer that was put there specifically because you know that's a Takahata thing. He wants he wants to to uh, add little bits and, and little pieces that you know some people might not not think that way and others might kind yeah, of no, style. I... Yeah, I, I I can definitely see that like like that that it was that type of approach to that type of character design, 
you know, I mean, like, like we said, this is literally a, a guy who, you know, his family won't come out and take a picture with him because it's snowing, you know, because they've got other things to do. Um, so like, yeah, he, and he's like, oh no, this will be a good idea. I'll just take a picture or, you know, from the TV and I'll be in the background. Like that's his type of mindset, like throughout this whole movie. So, you know, it makes sense that, yeah, it might not be the coolest thing ever that he comes up with as a, as a superhero. Plus he was riding like a moped anyway. So like you can't be super cool and heroic looking while riding a, a Vespa. Uh, speak for yourself. I look great on a moped. No offense to anyone that I know that has a moped that I might have done a photo shoot with. Mopeds are cool. Yeah. I will fight you if you think not. That's not yeah. true. I won't fight you, but I'll argue. You'll argue. You were very good at arguing. That's true. Uh, yeah, no, uh, overall, you know, uh, cute, cute movie, I guess would be the that's kind of my, my final thought on this. Yeah. And, 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 and like, sorry that like these, these last two episodes have been a little brief. Um, but yeah, it's just, we haven't had as much to delve into, uh, with, with these. Um, but, uh, you, are in luck cause, uh, we surpassed finally, uh, our hundred subscriber goal on YouTube. Uh, so fairly soon, once we figure out recording schedules, uh, you'll get a bonus episode, and we are finally going to review Akira. Bonus! Yeah, that'd be great. I can't wait. Can't yeah. wait to have you watch Akira for the first time. I don't know how you're going to react to it, so it'll be I, interesting. I don't know either. Um, and then, uh, can we officially announce our guest for Spirited Away, or should we keep that under wraps? I think we can officially announce our guest for Spirit Away. Uh, so, uh, so a nice little crossover. Uh, I'll I'll let you in. I'll let you do the intro then. Yeah. So uh, I have another podcast called. Uh, well, technically, it's called Character Work. Uh, but our current uh, segment, that, our, our current little mini episode that we're doing, doing right. Now, uh, and our next episode, uh, one of our next episodes, I don't know if it's the next episode after this comes out. I think it is actually. So our next episode is, uh, is going to be spirited away and toy story, uh, where we talk about those two five star movies. Uh, but to kind of add that in, since we're doing spirit away on this podcast as well, Gabe, my partner on that podcast will be, uh, guesting, uh, with us here on Miyazaki and me. Yeah. So, so we got two, two, uh, you know, incredibly, well-respected and well-thought-of movies uh, coming up here in this next little bit. So uh, I'm excited. Yeah, it should be a good time. I'm really excited to uh, to finally talk about uh, uh, Spirit Away on this podcast. And I'm super excited you got to 100, uh, 100 subscribers so that we can finally watch uh, Akira. Um, and, and so where can people find your other podcasts? Uh, so, yeah, so I, uh, my other two podcasts that I do, they come out once a month currently, uh, care, you can find them character work and animaniacs, uh, both on Spotify and six other platforms. I don't, um, 
like I think they're I think I'm on Google Play and Apple. I don't know. I, I, it's through Anchor. If you go to Anchor, you'll you'll find me. But Spotify, I think, is the is the major one. Um. Uh, for for listening, uh, it's actually a really good podcast app. I found. Yeah, it, uh, it has been even like even like the audio quality seems better. Um, on yeah. on Spotify, which is which is always interesting. Um, and then you can find this podcast as well as uh, my new one that I just launched uh, yesterday as we're recording this. Uh, that is Hello Sweetie with my uh, good friend Rachel Roth. We are going over all of the uh, Doctor Who episodes in which uh, River Song appears, and we are going through them in her order uh, because they're time travelers who meet out of order. So we decided to go through and focus on her story. And all of the other things you can find me at Knocked Out Films. Uh, but yeah, uh, excited to see you guys next time. Be good to each other.